Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Rome Ploy Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios on Broad Street in downtown Rome, Georgia. We work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I am Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. I'm Carly Parker with the Rome Floyd Chamber. Today on our podcast, we have John Fortune with the Exchange Club, Chrissy Kent with Georgia's Rome Office of Tourism, Costanza Sweeney with Intercultural Fest. Hello, everybody. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. How are we doing? Great. Awesome. We, this is going to be a good group. Are we excited to be here? Oh, yeah. Yes, we're pumped. <laughs> <Huh? laughs> uh, let's, let's, get, let's get that. There we go. Oh, hey. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. See, when we introduce y'all, it's crowd noise. When I introduce Carly. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> he likes to play jokes. <laughs> oh, hello, everybody. Thanks so much for being here. Um, so uh, off the top here, we'd just like to go for a minute or two for each person to kind of tell us about your organization, uh, kind of big picture stuff, and then we'll just kind of circle around uh, back around and see where the conversation goes. Um, let's talk Intercultural Fest. Hi, how are you? Good morning, everybody. Yes, I am doing excellent. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. Tell us a little bit about your your organization, Costanza. Well, it's our organization because intercultural is a connection between communities. And then, what what I when I create intercultural fest, we, we were thinking about necessity of the identity, like a bridge between between many many cultures and learn about um, roots about people. And well, through culture, we can create many things. Through, through culture, we can learn and educate, and then we can transmit ideas, projects, inside the economy. And Intercultural Face has been since 2016 doing this with different activities. Okay, what prompted you to get this thing started? What made you want to do it? Well, I had been working with the community for 20 years and then from Chattanooga to Greenville and different places. More than here in, in Ron, Georgia, where we started in 2016, I brought like 30 countries to, to performance in uh, uh, the forum. That was a, a sacrifice also because it's, it's, it was hard. Was hard. But what, what, what made me do this? Because what I'm seeing is the majority of the nonprofit organization and the people in the community when they try when they trying to raise money to transmit something to to speak with the community they create an event okay and then what happens since i am coming from colombia but i meet many things there here in the united states it's not only colombia of course it's united states of america the it's a beautiful country and generous country. No, you know, some people when they, they, they have been born here probably doesn't know what, what is the value of this country. But for me, when, when I create intercultural fest, the motivation is join the cultures because we had many, many countries here. Okay. And then again, the identity and was something like personal also. Right. Okay. It's like when you are sad and when you are boring and when you don't know where you go, you listen to a song and you remember that. When you want to eat something, is you are here. Well, maybe you go to El Sarape. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right across the street. <laughs> but, uh, but, but it's like culture. Culture is, is gastronomy. Yeah, it's, it's music. a lot of different things. Yes, it doesn't matter where, where you, who you are. You learn and you you make that make you happy, 
And then I believe the, the mental team in any, any place in the world is very important. If you are happy, you're going to, to make the people happy. And my motivation is day is like, life is so beautiful. We had to make it happen beautifully through culture. Wow. Very optimistic, very happy organization. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> real life. Yeah. Real life, real. That is the point. Yeah. It wasn't for, because the real life wasn't sometimes so cruel. I it didn't, I haven't, that wasn't as significant what I am doing right now. Right. Right. Uh, okay. Well, certainly we'll circle back around. I'm interested to hear more about your story and how you came to this country. Thank you, sir. Um, let's say hello to Christy Kent. Hi, Christy. Hey, how's everybody doing today? Good. <laughs> Christy, okay, that's a little too chipper, Christy. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm too chipper. <laughs> no, no. Tune it down a little bit. <laughs> I, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. So Georgia's Rome Office of Tourism, uh, tell us a little bit about you guys. We have so many great events happening October. We've got tons of tours. Uh, the first tour that we have is kicking off October 9th. Uh, that's a Sunday. And we're going to do our annual Where Romans Rest Tours at Myrtle Hill Cemetery. And we change them up every year. This year it's going to be Murder, Mystery, and Mayhem. So some of that the fun. more notorious residents that we have at Myrtle Hill Cemetery. And uh, the way it works is they'll tour you through the cemetery and you will meet individual characters along the way who will tell you a little bit about their lives um, and their actual residents of the cemetery. So uh, they'll have half-hour tours from one thirty, and I'm sorry, the tours will start on the half hour from 1.30 until 3, um, and they last about 90 minutes. It's a really, really cool experience, and they offer this once a year. Well, the, do you know, can you give me a, an example of a notorious person that do you know, or is it? I'm not, I am not supposed to give anything away. <laughs> okay. So, but I am telling you, it will be a, a very exciting, fun experience, and um, there are some uh, well, I kind of hinted at it, murder, mystery, and mayhem. So that kind of gives you the idea of some of the characters that you will meet. Well, big picture, uh, that's one event coming up. Yes. What, what, is, what is the mission of your organization and the, what's it all about? So this- the Georgia's Rome Office of Tourism is about bringing people to Rome to spend the night in Rome. We're funded by hotel motel tax, and that is a huge um, economic driver for our community because we're bringing outside dollars in to spend money here in our community. And we like to call them temporary taxpayers because when they're here, they're spending money and that goes to help fund all of the things that we enjoy in our community. So anything that can help lure people into town, be it a Rome Braves game or a tennis tournament or the Rome International Film Festival, things like that? Exactly. Yes. Anything that gets people here to spend the night, we want them, uh, <laughs> we want them here. <laughs> in right. Rome. Um, okay, well, we'll we'll stop back by. Uh, let's check in with John Fortune, the president of the Exchange Club. Hi, John. How are you? Hey, how you doing? Hey, what? I appreciate your about uh, comments about culture because I I was in the army all my life and I spent eighteen years overseas, so I've been immersed in a lot of different cultures from the American standpoint. But yes, I'm the uh, president of the Exchange Club, and the biggest thing that you notice going on right now for us is the Coosa Valley Fair. And we'll talk more about that later, I'm sure. But the Exchange Club in itself, though, has several different uh, sub-organizations that do a lot in this community. One is the Americanism Committee, which we go out and give uh, a history of the flag to the fourth graders in all the schools. And we have about 1,500 students we do that to each year. We also have the Traveling Tomb. It traveled in 36 states this 
in the last few years showing off the replica of the Tomb of the Unknown. And that's a Bill King project. And you see it around town. You see it all across the country. We have the youth programs, which we support youth development, the uh, ACE program where it's challenged kids can do things, excel in what they do, and they can go on to different levels and get to a $15,000 scholarship level at the national level of exchange. And one of the things that yeah, we're pretty popular around here is also our Family Resource Center, which is under Tina Barlinson's, which is part of the Exchange Club. And they have uh, parent aides go out and teach young mothers how to be parents or have no parenting skills. So we have quite a few things we're involved in. One thing you see around town a lot during the next few months be our Toys for Tots program. We're partnering with the Marine Corps League and the exchange sites do most of the heavy lifting for the Toys for Tots program. So that's kind of the exchange club in a in a nutshell, which you could talk about each one of them for probably 30 <laughs> minutes. But that's where we are. And, of course, the fair is our biggest a- activity right now, and they're starting to crank up at the fairgrounds. They mark the spots. Things are starting to come in. So. Yeah, so that's obviously the, the the one that most people know about first and foremost. Can you kind of give us the broad the, the dates of the fair and all that because it's next week, right? Well, as, we, as, we, as we record right. this, yeah, it opens next uh, next Tuesday at five o'clock, and it run through Saturday. And uh, this weekend will be the huge weekend when all the people have their arts and crafts, their animals, their flowers, twigs, and sticks, and all this <laughs> stuff. That everybody grows and things. They'll start setting up for a competition. They get prizes and they get ribbons, and that's a big, huge event. As far as in their in our community building, I have the village building. I am the guy that rents out the spaces for commercial people or puts up uh, information for the community activities. And we also have uh, Bonnie Askew has a community building has the nonprofits set up their displays to promote their organization. So it's interesting. We were chatting beforehand that it's, it's several days of buildup and people moving in and setting up, but when the thing is over, they clear out, don't they? Yeah. You're looking, right now we got the guy marking the red spots on the pavement and a few items are coming in Sunday to be just piled in there. And then on Sunday after the fair, it's like disappears. Everybody's ready to leave and go somewhere else. So, but after a week of fun at the fair, and obviously we may have some good weather this year, which makes fair nights really nice. So, right. Um, what, where did you Where did you serve? Uh, what What branch? And I served in the army for forty years. Uh, well, thank you for your service. I served eighteen years in Germany. I did two years in Korea and all the other assorted countries the army would send you to when they decided you need to go somewhere. So, I had been in about twenty one countries through the army tourism program <laughs> so, and then we moved back to rome in 2012 because we live in our murchy and uh we were our murchy fans for a long time because our granddaughters grew up there in the music world so for eight years we got to go watch friday night football at our murchy and that was interesting sometime in itself <laughs> so you're from rome originally i grew up in rome in north rome went to east rome high school and left and then came back in 2012 Oh, okay, um, well, we know you, we know you weren't born in Rome. Uh, you said you were born in <laughs> born in Colombia. What what brought you to Rome? Tell tell us your personal story, please, ma'am. Well, I am honored to be part of this uh, activity today again. Um, I was born in Colombia. Yeah, I got married in Colombia with an American gentleman, and I came to Rome. Like I live in Taylorsville, Georgia. But um, my organization, I, I an intercultural fest, LC, and then we had a 501c3 a nonprofit organization. 
Ron is beautiful. Ron uh, has a beautiful, a beautiful places to visit, and 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 I think I am an accompaniment of you. You know, like I, I am little piece of you here also because when when I do an event, we put everything together. And then that is the part that the people, maybe some of the communities, doesn't know that it sits, you know. Um, um, what is what is my, my, I had been Mary Kay for 20, I was Mary Kay sales director for 22 years. I was a pink Cadillac, like six cards, top three, top five, top, um, top four in recruiting. And I was changing life through Mary Kay also. And then I knocking <laughs> at the doors and I, that is the, the way that I saw the necessities of the, the community, you know, because a part of the Anglo-Americans is a lot of community from other places. And I know that here it predominates like, uh, now that we have the heritage moon, we have the the Guatemalan and Mexican, the, that is the majority of the minorities here. But the Colombians, we don't have a lot of Colombians here. We don't have a lot of Colombians. And Ron is like an attraction. I think for everybody, when you start seeing Ron, you get in love with Ron. But for us, maybe, you know, the minorities is like we are getting in the, in this, in these days. Now I think we're getting in the point that we can share our, our cultures with the Anglo-American. I want to do a, a, a resume of this. Right now we are at, at the, I'm going to, to remark something. We are at the moon, the heritage moon. From 50, September 15 to October 15, okay? The majority of the minorities is the Latino community. There we go. After Asians. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the United States, the majority of the Latino communities is the Mexican people, okay? Then we go into Salvador and after that, Guatemala, probably. I am mistaken, I am wrong, but it's, it's the way that I have learned this. In this area, Northwest Georgia, I find I found like Cedar Town, Cedar Cedar Town, Cartersville, Ron, at Dersville, Probably we had more people that that is from Guatemala and Mexico. Here in 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 Rome, probably maybe it's twenty or thirty Colombian, but we had Chile, Chile, Cuba present, and then we had other cultures present. Um, I'm doing this kind of events that is multicultural. I do like five events right now. My first event was here in Rome that was multicultural also. And I, my goal in Rome probably is making again the international event that bringing a lot of culture, not only Latino, everybody, you know. Right. All of, all of us under one flag, that is my slogan. But my, my, my five events is the Spring International Festival that I am doing in downtown Carlisville. Well, I rented the place and do, and I, they give me the opportunity to do that. Then I do the Independence of Colombia, and then I do the Heritage Moon that I just did it. Um, River City Bank. Then they say go, I, the big event that was in, in downtown Carlisville that came like maybe 3,000 maybe more than 3,000 people. And with the wow. River City Bank that you invite me to be part of the, this event, I was so glad because River City Bank is a, it's very kind. And you know, kind doesn't cost, but it's sometimes it's very difficult. To <laughs> when you go into enter a, pl a beautiful place and the people start looking, you like, oh, but doesn't say any, any hello, no. This 
Es, es que es again like a comercial. ¿no? Kind, kind, kind doesn't cost. Yeah, that's kind a good phrase. Kind doesn't cost. And then, <laughs> Latino, we are like, like more that kindness. When somebody smiles to us, that's somebody you have, you have $1,000 in your hand, but you are not kind. We don't care, really. But sometimes we don't care. <laughs> but we are, we are contributing to the United States of America, maybe a 19%, what is the, the economy. And then that is a good thing that the majority of the minorities are Latinos. So you do these, you mentioned five things you do through the year. Um, right now I'm doing the big ones, you know, right, right. and then the next one is going to be on October 29 okay. in downtown Cartersville. It's going to be Dia de los Muertos. That is, is a celebration of the millennium, how do you say, millenarian um, culture from Aztec, Aztec, Mayas, and Incas. We're going to have the, probably, the, we're going to have the presence of the Consul of uh, consulate, consulate from Mexico. Okay. Maybe the, the consul or maybe somebody else representing the consulate. I brought here in 2016 for our first, first event, Guatemala, Mexico, Ecuador, and Colombia, eh, Salvador, that we were Mr. Jamie in that time. That was Mr. Jamie, the, the major of the city. And Miss Lisa was the, the director of, of the tourists. Tourist. And she helped me to bring Mr. Major and tell the su casa es mi casa. And I had that video, but it's beautiful, you know. Okay. Um, thank you. Um, thank you, that's, sir. That's, that's, um, that's a lot for me to soak in. <laughs> and I actually, you know, um, I, when, when did you learn to speak English? Like, <laughs> well, I haven't, I haven't finished. I <laughs> yeah. haven't finished. I went to Georgia Tech to study in English, but I started going everywhere, like, oh, you know. But... With you guys, I uh, with you, and I had, and 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 I'm going to tell you this. I was the owner of or AYF, Real House. How were you? Yes, that was uh, that was a beautiful night mirror, but but I am here. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, some say some some people would tell me I'm still trying to learn English. So <laughs> you're, you're doing great. Yeah, um, well, when you just bark at people, it's really hard. <laughs> well, that's just a college. That's just <laughs> but a you co- are so kind. That's just really. a college football thing. Um, okay, Christy, um, what else do you guys have on your year-round calendar? Um, yeah, yeah. We've, got, uh, we've got other tours that are booked for the month of October. We've got our um, Haunted on Broad, which returns uh, the last two weekends of October on Friday and Saturday evenings. Um, and they change it up every year. And that one, this one will depart from the library and um, they will have actual um, investigations that they will share from the Southern Paranormal um, investigators. And um, all of the stories that they share are 100% documented. Um, Selena Tilly is our historian and she doesn't share anything that is not documented. So um, those are real haunted we just, stories. We've, we, with Halloween, we've caught you at a creepy time of year with yes. the cemetery thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but you know what? We always have something timely going on tour-wise over at the tourism office. So um, one of the things that we really want to do is make sure that when people come to visit Rome, that they just have an awesome experience and that they want to return um, so, you know, a big thing of what a draw for Rome is, is all of our history, our culture, um, and um, we just always have a lot going on. Um, and then another big draw is our trails and our, you know, natural resources that we have. Um, we actually just recently launched a outdoor passport 
And it's a really cool thing. It's um, an opportunity to tour 14 different outdoor locations that we have in the city and the county. And the way it works is you um, you download you download it, but essentially you put your name and your email um, into it, and it'll send you a text um, that gives you access to the passport. And when you get to each of those 14 locations, um, you can check in, but you can't check in until you're there because it's got a geofence that can tell that you're actually there. Oh, um, te- and technology. Exactly. <laughs> and so you win prizes along the way. It's 100% free. Um, but uh, we partnered with Tread, uh, with our, the Trails, and they um, are offering a halfway point, a free water bottle when you've checked in at six locations. And then when you've checked in at all 14 locations, you can win a free customized T-shirt that we've designed just for this challenge. Um, and you can pick those up at one of our gift shops. So, And that's like all year round. You can just do it uh-huh, whenever. That's all year round. Just started. Um, so you can take up to a year if you want to, you know, um, share it with your friends that are visiting in town. They can uh, download it to their phone. And what's cool about it, it doesn't really take any room on your phone. It's just bookmarking. Um, a website. And so it's nice because it's not like downloading an app, even though it has an app experience, it feels like you're on an app. Um, it's essentially just bookmarking it on your phone to get, get you to a website. So, so y'all, y'all kind of create these unique events on your own, but then yes. you also work with all these organizations that are designed to bring people here, right? That's right. Like this weekend, we have the geocachers that are going to be in town through, uh, they'll be leaving out Sunday, but um, they started arriving last night. And um, that's a free event in Rome where people can come and explore all the different geocachers, and they do a lot of fun and fanfare around it. So, well, this may be a question for both you, you John, as well. With like the, the we call it the Coosa Valley Fair to appeal to a region beyond just Rome Floyd. Like, how many people come in? Do we know from outside the county that might come in because of the fair and spend some money and spend the night? Do we? We have about sixty thousand people to come through the fair gates now. As far as the where, where they're, where they're from. We, yeah, we wouldn't have no way of really tracking that necessarily. But uh, So we have a huge crowd. Now, a lot of them are local people, local towns that come here from different towns. I don't know. How, one year we had some people that were displaced by a hurricane that came here, here to our fair. Could we get some business from that this year? But uh, out of our 60-something thousand people, it's hard to say where they come from. Right. Uh, and, well, and, and Christy, if, you know, being a – small to medium-sized town. We always have a lot going on, and you kind of touched on that. Is there any way from your perspective looking around at the state of Georgia, how do we relate to other towns? I mean, we've got, you know, the fair and riff, and the, those are the things that just popped, and your your events and the, the murder and mystery and mayhem. Yes. <laughs> there's, there's just always something going on. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, well, you know, I know that uh, northwest Georgia, our region, um, we've actually fared really well and kind of rebounding since the pandemic. Um, and a lot of it has to do, as I mentioned before, we have such great outdoor amenities and a lot of those outdoor events that draw people to our region. Um, but, uh, Floyd County has done an excellent job in, um, you know, generating that economic impact from tourism. Uh, we had a 23.8% year over year increase in, um, economic activity due to tourism. I say that again, how much? Uh, 23.8%. Uh, impact year over year increase wow. year over year that seems like um, a big number to me well we were recovering from a covid year but yeah. we um but the good news about that is we're we were in above and beyond where we were in 2019 which was pre-covid of course so right um we're back we're seeing those strong numbers again 
And what is your background? Are you a Rome native or? So I actually grew up in Metro Atlanta in Fayetteville, Georgia, south of Atlanta. And um, I moved to Rome about 15 years ago. Right. So I consider myself a Roman now. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll take you. <laughs> uh, I was born in Armurchi, you know, but uh, kind of the Metro Rome area. Yeah, it's across <laughs> town. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, a long, it's a long way to get over to Armurchi. Well, well, actually, I was born at Floyd Hospital inside the city limits, but well, it, was, it was Floyd Hospital then. Now it's, you know, <laughs> um, anyway. Um, okay. Uh, Let's kind of go around here and get some final thoughts and maybe contact information for your organizations, your website, or your social media. Maybe anything you've got coming up that you wanted to make sure you mentioned that we didn't get to. And, John, I want to start with you because I need some advice on how to win some of those those carnival games at the fair. Well, I don't because- think there is any advice because, as I was talking earlier, the only thing I could used to win when I was a kid was a, a fish in a bowl. And when you had to walk home with your fish in a bowl, that wasn't such a great prize about you know, five minutes from the fairgrounds. Or, or, or the the other thing is, you know, uh, oh, I won the stuffed animal, you know, because uh, I played this game. Well, how much did it cost you? One hundred and thirty-eight dollars, <laughs> but I won it at the fair. <laughs> but but I won it at the fair. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's hard to break all of those dishes, or it's hard to make that coin land flat on that that plate. And, and you got your uh, you got your fair carny food. Everybody has to go have a oh, fix yeah. of. But we got six food booths up there. It's local organizations. That's their bigger fundraisers for the years. You know, the American Legion and some of the churches have. Food booths up there. So if you're up there, try to spend some money with them because they money goes right back to the community with these people. So well, yeah, and that's that's another great thing about the fair, other than it's just an institution that's been here forever. But before we wrap up here, tell me about some of the like what what else you got arts and games and rides and can you give me some some, some specifics of what people can expect? Well, you got the, yeah, you got the arts and the grass. We got the cow the cow barns, which has a very competitive. Animal shows and they, and they'll actually compete through Wednesday. Then they go to Perry, Georgia, and then we'll have a, a petting zoo in its place. But a lot of animals always disappear on Wednesday, and people come up there and think they're going to have animals all the time. But uh, they go south for competition. It's a huge multi-state competition when it comes to the cattle shows and the, and the sheep and the pigs and stuff. So if they want to see those animals, they need, they to, need be to, there to come early in the, in the t- week. Tuesday, to see Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But we do are going to have a petting zoo this year. It's going to stay in the barns your the whole fair. Okay. And we have, uh, you know, the Wallendas coming up there again. And so we have a lot of attractions up there. The uh, the community building has a lot of really cool stuff to see because you've got an organization put together display booths, and sometimes there's a lot of talent put into those booths and you can see the talent and the passion of the people in Rome, Georgia sports Rome activities in Floyd County. So, and our money goes right back to the community. So when you come to that gate and pay your $5 entry fee, it reverts back to the community at some place in time. So it's not just us pocketing and making a lot of profit. It actually goes back out. So we're proud of our fair. Like everybody else, we suffered through the COVID shutdown last year was okay. But we're expecting a really good fair this year because people are seeming to want to get out and enjoy things again. And we're hoping – and the weather looks like it's going to be real nice, so we're hoping for a real good turnout. Yeah, refresh my memory. COVID hit spring of 2020. Uh, so is this kind of the first full-fledged fair since then? Well, we had a fair last year, but uh, if you came to the fair last year, you kind of seen it kind of missing a lot of the moving pieces, you know, it was holes places at Mayor Private. Yeah. hole over there. Well, that's because they didn't come back. Right. But uh, this year, it seemed like we got a real big return on good bigger stuff in the fair. My building's doing real well. I'm seeing struggling getting some smaller group individuals who want to come out and be around 
people for some reason, but the bigger companies are stepping up and renting, you know, they rent a lot of space. So Okay. So um how can we find out more? Is there a website or the Exchange Club yeah, or how got the Exchange Club website and you also got a Coosa Valley Fair website. So. Okay. Any time they had events timeline and all that events. How long has the fair been like here in Rome? Seventy three years. Wow. I'll be president on the seventy fifth year, so we're gonna have to have a nice T shirt that year. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. Um I was to, before um we got going here, we were reminiscing about I wanna to fish too. Back when, back when I was a kid, and yeah, it came in a little bowl, and you had to get it home without killing it. <laughs> <laughs> and my mother was always really excited when I came through the door with a fish in a bowl. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, I think that's that maybe the only thing I won. But my dad was involved in the exchange exchange club when I was a kid years and years ago. Um, okay, so you can find out more by going to their websites, um, and we look forward to the to the great event. Um, how can we learn more about the Intercultural Fest, or how would you like people to connect with you on social media, things like that? Yes, sir. Um, you can go to my website, www.interculturalfestusa.com, and then you're going to find the Intercultural Fest. And also, if you want to be, um, if you want to support what we are doing, uh, you can go to, to, to through the 501c3. Yeah, so d- what do you need? Do you need donations, or do you need volunteers? What do you need? I need donations because I would like to keep going the activities with the community. And I wanted to do a parenthesis because I spoke a lot about other things, but I wanted to, to remind the people that, I don't know if you remember Ruben Blades when that happens in the COVID. We, I was part of the board of that time in the Rome International Field Festival that we presented Ruben Blades. It's now my name um, with Mr. Douglas Collins. And then the, the day we made history because I think it was the first time that we, the, the auditorium joined a, a documentary in Spanish with subtitle in English and the 90% of the audience was Anglo, was Anglo American and then we went to do the VIP party salsa, salsa night. That was beautiful. That was a, a remember moment. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, Christy? Final thoughts from you and uh, contact information, website, social media, sure. what have you. Yeah, so we we have a lot more tours I didn't even talk about, didn't even we'll, talk we'll, about we'll, the Haunted we'll River Tours. Mention and, them. Okay, yeah, so we've got the uh, October 23rd and October 30, 30th, the Roman Holiday um, Haunted River Tours, where you can learn a little bit about river history and some of the haunted musings we, that we, went on. We have rivers here. We have beautiful rivers, that's right. And if you've never seen them from the perspective of actually being on the river, the river, the Roman holiday tours are a great way to do that. Um, and it's great for all ages, too. So um, we also have our um, hallowed hauntings. I know, it's crazy we have this many haunted events. Well, it's, on, it's Halloween. Um, yeah, Halloween it. is very popular. Oct- <laughs> October 15th at the History Center, they are uh, will have professional storytellers that will offer um, stories at 7 for the young ones that are more just ghost stories and not so scary, and then also at 8.30 for that are a little bit more scarier for people 12 years and older. Ooh, I want to hear the scary ones. Yes. <laughs> So, um, and then also we have our clock tower tours that will continue in uh, the first sa- Sunday in November. I'm sorry, first Saturday. Um, and those will be geared for fall colors. So they'll actually make those uh, evening clock tower tours. A lot going on. What's, so, your, what's your website or socials? Uh, RomeGeorgia.org is our website. We have a tour link and we also have an event calendar. So um, I know I threw a lot of information <laughs> at y'all today. So um, if you also want to learn about the outdoor passport I mentioned, we have links to all of that at RomeGeorgia.org. 
Carly, final thoughts from the uh, chamber? Well, thanks, guys, for being on here. We always appreciate y'all participating in the chamber and everything that you guys do for our community. Um, you can always find some of these events probably on the chamber calendar as well. I think um, Georgia's Realm Tourism tries to post them, and I think the fair's on there and anything with nonprofits as well. And if there's anyone that is listening and needs anything and uh, from the chamber we would love to help you support you guys in any way we can and i guess we'll close on that what's your website oh yeah i forgot that <laughs> uh it's at romega.com beautiful thank you so much everybody for being here thank you. you've been listening to the rome floyd chamber small business spotlight we broadcast from the hardy realty studios on broad street in downtown rome georgia we work in cooperation with the rome news tribune thank you so much for listening